0: Alright everybody, welcome to episode 10 of NPC Talk My name is Chris and today is July 16th, 2015 In NPC Talk news, I am almost ready to make this podcast live But I am waiting for, I believe Matt or Josh that you guys heard from episodes, uh, I think 9 and 10 Um, For a cover art and then I'm just shooting it straight to iTunes So we are excited for that um Inchrona.com/slash NPC Talk is finally live, holding all the episodes at higher quality, which is great. But for today, we have another meet the guest, and <laughs> and a guest from our previous episode. Anthony's back. Hello, Anthony. Hello. And for our special guest who we're interviewing for our top three, we have Kevin. Hello, Kevin. Hello. Alright, and so uh so, tonight, Kevin, I don't know if you know, but we'd like to interview your top three games for um, a first-time interview. Yep. Uh, before we get into that, though, we like to ask uh, about yourself as a gamer. So, you know, how long have you been a gamer, and, you know, what's been your main games and stuff?
1: Um, so, I've been playing games since, like, elementary school, I guess. Um, I mostly started with PC games. I didn't really get a console... My first console was an N64, but I got that, like, five years after it came out. Mm. because my (laughs) friend's (laughs) didn't of me. Then I got a PS3 after that. But most of my gaming is still on the PC. Mm.
0: I see, I see. Yeah, uh, Kevin, Anthony, and I, we played some old-school couch co-op games last Sunday. And uh, we played Anthony's favorite, Goldeneye. And Kevin was not used to the retro controls.
1: Hardest game ever.
0: <laughs> but it was still, it was still a, a great retro experience for Kevin. No, it
2: wasn't. <laughs> Kevin is such an N64 scrub. <laughs> it was
0: bad. All right. Well, um, Kevin, are you ready for your top three? Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, let's dive into it. What have you got?
1: Alright, so uh, it took me a
0: while to decide on these, but um,
1: in no particular order, um, Shadow of the Colossus, Mm -hmm. Cave Story, and Mass Effect.
0: Ooh, okay, okay. So uh, let's start with uh, Shadow of the Colossus. I've uh, never played that game before, but I've heard great things about it.
1: Yeah, um... uh, Yeah, so I actually played it on my PS3, um, because I missed the entire PS2 generation.
3: (laughs) But... uh,
1: um, should I explain what the basics of the game is, I guess?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so the idea is basically just fight like um, like sixteen bosses, basically. They're all like giant colossi. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're a dude with a sword and a bow and arrow. You have a horse. Mm. That's basically it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so there's no like um there's no like upgrade system or like leveling up or anything?
1: Um, items. not really. So, but basically, the only two, like, um stats you have, I guess, are health and a uh, grip meter, like how long you can hold onto stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So you can sort of increase those if you go around and find, um, you can find lizards on the ground, and if you cut off their tails and eat them, that increases your grip meter. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: And you can also uh, eat apples, shoot apples from trees, and that will increase your
0: health. I see, I see. Yeah. So what makes Shadow of the Colossus one of your favorite games of all time?
1: Um, so I guess mostly just for I think um, it's just a very good gameplay experience, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the way you battle with the Colossus, they feel very realistic and lifelike.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like,
1: I feel like that's like uh, one of the problems I have with a lot of, like, Games that like feature like large bosses, like a lot of the time it doesn't feel like you're actually interacting with them that much. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean.
0: Like you just kind of like you, you like just to slash them or something. Yeah, right. Like it doesn't really matter
1: where you hit them. You just go up to them and hit them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, like in
1: Shadow of the Colossus, like you actually have to like climb around and stuff, make sure you get to the right point, and they're always like moving and trying to fling you off.
0: Mm. You to do
1: so uh, that's what I really like about it.
0: So it's like a like a lot of like um, is it like mind games almost like you're kind of like trying to figure out like what how the boss like moves and like... yeah
1: it's um it's sort of puzzly you basically yeah you have to figure out like the patterns in which the boss moves like how, like each boss basically has like a weak spot or multiple weak spots that you can go up and stab mm-hmm. um to take it down um so you have to like figure out how to get to that weak spot um and so that involves uh, every boss is sort of like slightly different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like one of them, I know you have to like lead him into like a geyser so that it flips him over and then the weak really spots on his belly. Uh oh, like
0: neat, neat. Yeah. Um, so tell me how how's the story in the game?
1: Uh, it's very minimal. So, mm. or it's it's sort of um, sort of vague, I guess. Mm-hmm. You, it doesn't really, you know, go into details. You just know that... Um, so so you play the Scarecrow called Wander, mm-hmm. um, and there's this girl who's sort of, like, sleeping, or you're not really sure, um, Yorda, and basically there's also this, like, other being thing who tells you to kill the Colossus to save her. Okay. And <laughs> that's the main story, yeah. Got it
2: that uh it's pretty pretty basic pretty yep. basic hero story yeah. how long is the gameplay and how hard is the game
1: uh, it's pretty difficult i'd say or like it takes um it takes time like you're not gonna immediately get it like you have to figure out the puzzles i guess i uh, it probably not show many hours in total maybe like 15 20 maybe like a normal PC. Oh, and so the other thing um, that I really like about the game is um, it's basically a huge open environment. There's no loading screens or anything. Huh. So this is basically this giant island, and so you ha- you also have to find the Colossi. That's part of the game interesting. Theory. Yeah, they have this little mechanic where you can like hold up your sword, and you'll see like a light shine like in the correct sort of direction, so you have to like follow that to get to the next colossal. Hmm. It's pretty
0: cool. Um, according to howlongtobeat.com, Shadow of the Colossus takes around 11 hours to beat. Oh, well that uh, suck. <laughs> but uh, that's like not completing everything. It's just like... Okay, well, I didn't complete everything. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's just an average, so people take less, <laughs> some people take more. Um. Awesome. Have you have you heard of the game called Titan Souls by any chance?
1: Um. Is that the two D one? Yeah. 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 My friend recommended me to play it, but I haven't gotten a chance to do it. I. That's so pretty
0: nice. Yeah. It. I haven't played it myself, but I watched uh, streamer Extraordinaire Day Nine play <laughs> play through the entire game of Titan Souls, and um, it, he was saying that it's pretty much like a Shadow of the Colossus, but yeah, but in like 16-bit or whatever, 32-bit.
2: Oh, it got worse reviews, though.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It's not as um, clever, I guess, because it's kind of copying another game. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it looks really cool, and so if Shadow of the Colossus is pretty much that, but you know, in 3D, I, I can dig. I can dig. All right, that's uh, man. I wish I, yeah, that game is on my high on my queue. <laughs> I yeah, you should definitely play
2: it. It's <laughs> like every other PS PS game
0: on 3 What's up?
1: Sorry, Kim. They, they made
0: a port for the PS3.
1: So
0: mm, I yeah. I have a PS2, so oh,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> I'll just play it there. But um, yeah, I think Ugh, I have to beat uh, Bravely Default and Metroid Prime. <laughs> then I'll it's then good. I'll get into that. But um. But moving on, so, next we got Cave Story, I believe. Yep. Uh, yep. (laughs) That is another game I've never played, Um, (laughs) so... uh, I played it. Oh, you played it, okay. Okay, so you guys, uh, just, I don't know, fill me in. What is up? Um, so, Cave Story is, like,
1: uh, it's pretty much like a platformer, like a platformer adventure game. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Um...
1: You play a robot called Quote. Mm -hmm. Um, And... Let's see. The setting is a floating island. um, And there are, like, these sort of rabbit-like inhabitants called Namigas. Okay. That you can talk to. They're they're like the NPCs, basically. Um, And you're basically... You have amnesia, and you're basically trying to find out what's going on in the very beginning. I guess.
0: I see. Yeah. I hear um, the game is a Metroidvania type genre.
1: So I've never played Metroid or Castlevania.
0: (laughs) And you haven't listened to episode one of my podcast with Roger, (laughs) uh, in depth (laughs) into what makes Metroidvania games excellent. No, yeah. <laughs> I watched parts of it. Uh, for like
1: the MTS parts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, um, the group there's a the group of us four: me, Kevin, Anthony, and Roger. Uh, we play games together, so I'm just like throwing some jabs. But um, anyway, so what makes Cave Story like? Because it, it's considered an indie game, right? And so, yeah, what oh. makes it like one of the You know, better indie games out there.
1: Um, so so I guess one thing that makes it pretty unique is that it's actually um, it's made by a single. It was made by a single dude, Pixel. So he did all of the graphics, all of the sound, all the music, um, everything. So that was pretty cool, I guess. (laughs) Um, That's insane. Yeah. So I mean, to me, I really like the graphics and the. Um, like they're both like, like you would have expected it from like a like I I don't know like a commercial company, right? Mm. Yeah. For
2: those who don't know, it's pixel graphics.
0: Yeah. So. That would be me. I have no idea.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely pixel graphics, but it looks really good for pixel graphics.
0: Awesome, awesome. And it's definitely
2: a Metroidvania game. Is it from my experience?
0: Is it uh, like linear or non-linear? Uh, it's uh, it's exploring. Sp-
2: exploring, but Kevin can go. Uh,
1: the story is pretty linear, I guess.
2: Um, mm-hmm. There's a few.
1: There's actually a few branches you can take. Um, there's actually, I think, three different
3: endings depending on what you do. Okay. Okay.
1: Um, I think three or four. But uh, yeah. But I actually don't, since I haven't played Metroid or Castlevania, I don't really know.
0: So, um when you're playing through Cave Story, do you feel like you have to go to a certain room? Or do you feel like you can kinda just do whatever you want? And like kinda like wherever you end up. Like like I know eventually you have to go to a certain place to progress through the story, yeah, yeah. but like, does it kind of like force you into that direction or are you more free to roam around?
1: Um, it's you're pretty free to roam around I guess okay. like you sort of have to explore where you're going first like you're not always sure like where you're going all the time
0: Right, right yeah. cool. Sweet um, So how how is like the uh, gameplay itself like fighting bosses or like the mechanics of the game?
1: Yeah. So um, all of your so you have um there's like different weapons in the game. So there's like your standard like um, I guess it's just a gun. <laughs> okay. Uh, mm-hmm. that you can like charge up sometimes uh, if you're at level three. Um, there's like missiles. There's this like fireball thing, sort of like Mario. Um, mm-hmm. There's a sword thing, but it's not really melee. It's like it's like a short ranged attack, but That's sort of an AOE.
0: Okay. Um, Nice,
1: nice. Um, You can also get a machine gun, but that replaces your normal gun, and that also has, like, story consequences. Um, But... But, yeah, so, all the... um, The boss fights are very... I think they're, like, pretty... They're all pretty interesting. Um... All just involves running around, jumping, and avoiding attacks, and shooting at the right time. I guess.
0: Mm, hmm. Hmm. So it's a it's a side scroller, right? Oh uh,
3: yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. And so, are there a lot of like um, secrets in the game, or like a lot of upgrades, and that kind um, of
1: stuff? I'm not actually sh- sure about secrets. Um, there's, so the way... You can, like, upgrade your um, weapons, I guess. Awesome. Um, every time you... If you kill an enemy, they usually pop out these little orange triangles. Like
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: You can upgrade your weapon level, and every time you get a hit, you lose some weapon
0: level. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I
1: think each weapon has three levels, I think.
0: And so if you reach max level, do you lose that max level if you get hit?
1: Uh don't remember I think so hmm. or if you get hit enough times yeah. mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then you have to collect <laughs> triangles
0: again Aww. awesome this game um, sounds pretty sweet yep. let's see so this was released originally in 2004 which is yeah. a while back now I had no idea yeah. yeah.
1: it was originally released on the PC but I actually played it on PSG
2: Oh uh, okay, there's also a 3DS port. Yeah. yeah, that sounds
1: awesome. Yeah, there's like a Wii port. It.
2: it was also free on Humble One Dollar Twice.
1: Well, I mean, the original game is free, so.
0: Free for uh, Steam. Uh. No, you can just no. download it on. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I. I don't DLM actually. free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think if you search, yeah, if you do uh, cavestory.org, you can just download the game. Yeah.
2: Cool. It's like <laughs> Spelunky.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, th- I don't know. This game got mad good reviews. I'm um, looking right now. And so, uh, if you're a scrub like me and haven't played the game, then uh, I can't... I personally can't recommend it because I haven't played the game. But, <laughs> but um, you should. But I, I should, right, Kevin? Yeah. One of the
2: greatest. <laughs> Wait, Kevin, did you say why you liked it so much?
1: Um... Yeah, yeah, I mean, sort of, like, the graphics and the music are great overall. Um, I don't know, everything about it is just
3: awesome, so...
0: (laughs) Speaking of uh, this game being developed by one person, so I know you're not, like, a professional game developer yet, but I do believe you have, like, some, like, developing experience or, like, you know that game designing experience. Do you want to, like, talk about that at all?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I, I, yeah, so game development sort of like a hobby of mine, I guess.
0: Awesome, uh, awesome.
1: So I guess probably the biggest project I've done today is um, a PSP homebrew game called CSPSP. Um mm-hmm. So it's basically just a 2D version of counter Strike. <laughs>
3: That's <made> awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I did that back in high school. So I was, like, Four or five years ago, that's Uh, so sick. (laughs) then I I ended up making it um, multiplayer, so that was pretty cool.
0: Pretty
1: nice seeing other people play the
0: game. And then, uh, so are you like working on any projects now? Are you taking a break from coding? Uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, I've always had like small projects, like um, that I've been working on, but.
0: Nothing
1: big, I guess. Hmm. I, uh, I always lose interest after a little while. <laughs> like a bunch of unfinished projects.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, I think eventually down the line, when because I'm a, I'm trying to, I'm a striving, aspiring developer myself. Mm. And so I think further down the line, when both of us get a little bit more like game developing experience, I wouldn't mind doing like a like a game design kind of. Like developing episode and so yeah. Uh, that'd
3: be, that'd
0: be awesome. yeah i'll hit you up right now all of my free time are, is going into this dumb podcast called NPC talk <laughs> <laughs> never heard of it yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, once we get that settled down um yeah start game making some games
3: yeah
0: uh so cave story awesome game Really widely critically acclaimed. Great choice. Uh, and for your last choice, we have Mass Effect.
3: Yep.
0: Alright. Ooh, Mass Effect. I've played all three for okay. once. Good. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> <for> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, let's start off. Uh, What's your favorite game of the three?
1: Um, probably two.
0: Mass Effect 2. And... Mm. okay what do you think of the series overall let's just talk about mass effect what do you like about mass effect
1: uh i thought they did a really good job of like creating a universe i guess mm,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um like everything's very very believable well thought out characters are interesting stuff yep. like that yep
0: yep yeah um okay so let's go into the premise of mass effect so mass effect is I believe in the year two thousand and forty, um, the human race lands on Mars, and and in <laughs> and in Mars, um, they find like an ancient artifact, and this artifact transforms human human technology. It accelerates human technology like like thousands of quote unquote years, and basically we we get the capability to explore space and, like, and transport between these mass relays. And, uh, we didn't make these mass relays. They were just there. But we use that technology. And by using this technology, we find out that other races and, like, other planets and all this stuff, we discover this huge universe. And, it, like, other intelligent races are using the same technology that we discovered to, like, meet with each other. And then that's how we kind of, like, start, um... Like yeah, expanding our universal knowledge. And so I'm a Mass Effect nerd, and I read all three books. That were that.
1: There's books, dude.
0: There's <laughs> three books on um on Anderson, uh, David oh, Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his yeah his life, and um and then it's like the prequel to the games, but they're really really good. Like I highly recommend them. Oh, uh, Book two kind of blows, but you have to like read it to get into book three, and book is totally awesome. So, uh, yeah. So, the yeah, Mass Effect universe is really awesome, and like even the books was, were really engaging, and it's like the same universe, like same races and stuff. Um, do you want to go into like the gameplay and like, the mechanics of the game?
1: Um, yeah, sure. Um, so the game is basically a third person shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, Argus. So, there's different classes you can pick. Um, so, so, I've only actually played one of the classes. So, my filter oh, really? was very, very like, third-person shooter sniper-based, I guess.
0: Um, that's how they all are, kind of. Minus the... Okay.
1: Sniper. All right. Mm. Um, yeah, so, that's... I don't know. The gameplay is not super special. Mm. I don't know. I, I didn't think it was, like... You know the greatest gameplay.
0: Uh,
3: it's yeah. A more
0: of, the, of the story. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. So the yeah. game, the gameplay is pretty much your like typical, um, what's it called? Like hide, hide and shoot. Yeah. Hide yeah. behind stuff. Yeah, you yeah. like hide behind stuff, and then you go out and shoot them. Hide behind stuff, go yeah. and shoot them. It's, I, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's some interesting things like,
1: um, what are those? They called again the. Uh, ah. Uh, the spells, but <laughs> what, what know... yeah, yeah, biotics. There you go.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. So they're they're sort of like sci-fi spells. I guess that you can use, but some of them are sort of interesting. You can like the people of
3: conventional them. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the game isn't known for its gameplay, but the gameplay isn't bad at all. Like it. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It's decent. Yeah. yeah. Um. So why do you like Mass Effect two the most?
1: Um let's see. Okay, I felt the like gameplay was I I like the gameplay the best in Mass Effect two.
0: Yeah, it's definitely um, the best.
1: Yeah. because um, in Mass Effect one the shooting was just not that fun, I guess.
3: Yeah, it's a in lot like
1: 3, I felt like they went to like they tried to make it to to like similar to like Call of Duty and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um so, so gameplay was one of the reasons I liked Mass Effect 2. Um, also, the story was also the best. Uh, or I thought it was the best. Um, hmm. The suicide mission at the end. Uh, I, thought that was really, I thought that was a really like, well-thought-out idea. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like-
0: yeah, okay. Yeah, we will definitely get into that. Um, just wanted to say Mass Effect 2 also had the most appearances of Miranda Lawson who was my favorite female what? Really <laughs> female oh, cohorts. So annoying. I know, but she was so hot. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> who who'd you go for? I was Fem so ah, Who who'd you go for? <laughs> uh I go for? uh <laughs> mm. yeah, nice, nice. Garrus is uh Yours is a homie. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: okay. So let's get into the story, which there is a lot to say. Okay, let's, um. sorry, let's get into the story in terms of gameplay. So what makes, like, what makes the story neat in terms of, like, how you interact with it?
1: Um, oh, right, yeah, because um, so Mass Effect has that whole, like, dialogue system. You can basically choose what you say.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So there's basically like branching, like dialogue paths, which are pretty interesting.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, there's a lot of dialogue in that game, and all of it is pretty
0: interesting. I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, it also it also will affect like how you're um, viewed, I guess, by the other characters. Like you can either be like super evil shepherd or super good shepherd or like something in between. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like um. So like, what makes it really cool is that they, like, the the choices you make, yeah, the choices you make affect so much of the story. Yeah. And it's it's amazing because it's like one like what seriously like one little thing you do, and like they'll they'll bring it back and it's kind of yeah. like, kind of like oh you know I just like you know punched a reporter no big deal, <laughs> but they'll like they'll like let okay. you know <laughs> they'll let yeah. you know.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, the you... best part is like it, it, all, it like carries like between the games too so, yeah the like, load in your mass effect one save yeah Mass effect two and then like it changes like how you start and
0: everything yep 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 it it's really really neat and like yeah some of like the smallest decisions you make that you that like some to be fair some some decisions you make really don't matter yeah but but then some of them you think are like oh you know whatever but then like oh. they affect so much later on it's yeah. really really cool um okay. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um so what'd you think of the story overall going through the three games? Um
1: I thought it was uh I, I really liked it. Like um yeah, there there were a few like small arcs that I felt weren't that interesting.
3: Mm-hmm. But like
1: overall I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people, like, complain about the ending, and how, like, there weren't enough choices, or, like, your choices didn't mean as much, but, so, like, I-, I thought it was still okay. I- yeah. I didn't think it was, like, terrible, like, some people made it out to be.
0: <laughs> the, um, I feel like the patch helped a lot, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, so I actually played it, like, uh, I never played it without the patch, so.
0: Okay, okay. Okay, so, for those who don't know, and this is, like, massive spoilers, and Mass Effect is a story-based game, so... If you haven't played Mass Effect and you care about the story and you're gonna play it eventually, like seriously, just like stop right now and play the game. Because... Oh, time to get out. Wait, of did here.
3: Anthony?
2: <laughs> oh, Anthony, get the I'm hell not out of here. Play the
0: game.
2: Get the hell out of here. Realistically, Anthony. I'm probably not gonna play the game.
0: Okay. it's so long. So, so good. It's so good. Okay, I'll try not to spoil too much, but basically, Mass Effect three came out and everyone's super excited about the ending. And basically, it wasn't. Ugh. There are there some problems with the ending, and it got a lot of mixed reviews because um, it wasn't, like, kind of the greatest ending. And I guess one of the biggest complaints, besides it not being kind of... <sighs> I don't want to ruin the ending, but, you know, it wasn't your typical ending. Um, but uh, part of the problem, besides it not being your typical ending, was that there you make all these choices throughout the entire game... And then at the end of the game, you're given uh, three or four choices. I think it was three. And oh, no, it's four. Oh, it's four. It's four. Okay. And all four of those choices pretty much lead you to the same ending. And people were kind of annoyed by that because it's kind of like, oh, why did they, you know, why did I do all this stuff to have the same ending at the end, right? Or like, why did I, why did they give me all these choices? Why did I play through this whole series when in the end, like, none of it mattered? Yeah. Um but uh if you you have to play through the entire game and kind of understand the universe and like the history of the universe to understand why they they did the ending the way they did and it it's not it's not terrible. I can see why there were complaints. But at the same time, it wasn't awful. It was awful before the patch because they did not explain a lot. It was just like boom like ship ship heading out and then like that's it like end of the game and you're kind of like what what just happened like is, did i do the wrong ending so you pick another one it's the oh. same thing but then yeah they added a few cutscenes.
1: oh yeah, yeah so they didn't have that in the
0: before the patch right 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 oh. so yeah so they added a few cutscenes of like um of yeah like the the different races and like how how it kind of affected them and like how it goes into the future and then, it, and then it, it kind of fleshed out the ending a little better, and it makes more sense. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, it. Even if you aren't the happiest with the ending, the I, the way I view it is that the whole series, like the story that goes through it, and the universe that you're immersed in, is like so immaculate, like it's definitely worth the experience, Anthony. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um Wait, can have we... you played any of them, Anthony? <laughs> no. Is it considered uh, open world? No. Uh,
0: well, well... Eh. No, not really. Uh, yeah, not really.
1: Mm-hmm. There's um, a little bit of that in, uh, in Mass Effect
0: 1.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> the whole world exploring, Yeah. My
0: yeah.
2: experience of Mass Effect is from Eric playing Mass Effect. Mm. And that was just all my experience from it.
0: Um... So, the way I view the game is, I view the game as Mass Effect 3, which is the last one. That entire game is the ending. So, you can't just think of the end of Mass Effect 3 as the ending. If you think about the entire game of Mass Effect 3 as the ending, it makes me feel like a million times better, because you kind of forget all the experiences you go through through that game. Basically, in the first two Mass Effects, there's a whole crap load of problems, and all these issues, interracial, and all the stuff that's going on. Yeah. And then Mass Effect Three, uh, You're just I went
1: like recruiting. Right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And so um, I went Paragon, which is like the good boy route. And <laughs> <laughs> and uh,
2: so predictable for both of you.
0: <laughs> and at the at Mass Effect Three, it seriously, like if you played the first two quote unquote correctly, um, as a good boy. I punched that reporter, though. <laughs> I
1: did, too. <laughs> I did, too. I don't know anyone who did it.
0: <laughs> I'm just like, I know I'm Paragon,
2: but this reporter deserves it.
0: <laughs> Wait, so
2: does your character carry over from the first one to the second one to the third one? Yep. yep. Or do you start completely over?
0: Nope, carries it over?
2: carries over. Oh, that's new. I don't know any other games that does that.
0: Yeah. Um, It's really, really cool. Um... Yeah, so in the third game, it closes out like everything so well. Like out, like you go like planet to planet, like fixing all these issues, like beating all these bad guys, and it feels so cool because it it's seriously like the like one of the coolest closeout games I've ever played because it carries over from the previous two so well. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I
1: mean, there there are a lot of like good moments in Mass Effect Three.
0: Yeah, uh, there they really were. a lot
1: of little well, spoiler. <laughs>
0: yep go for
1: it just go for it man okay uh like like morden's death mm-hmm, that, was, mm-hmm. that was like one of my favorite or i don't know it was like one of my most memorable
0: no yeah, yeah it, he was a martyr by the way or Kept, yeah i
1: guess it depends on how you yeah it depends on how you play
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, i'm just clarifying because you're just like i love that morden, died. <laughs> 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 morden was a good guy yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Uh, so, do, do the a, decisions uh, you make in the first game affect the last game? Oh yeah,
0: it's really, um, not
1: not the very end, I guess, like not the ending, ending, but like throughout the last game, yeah, they still
0: do. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm.
2: it's so it's, every decision is significant. Yeah, ish,
1: or not every decision, but right, like a lot of decisions.
0: Yeah, it's really really cool. Um, so let's backpedal to Mass Effect Two,
3: um,
0: and so. Mass Effect 2, you kind of go through the game, and it, honestly, it's not that long if you don't do the side quests, but you kind of want to do the side quests.
3: Yeah.
0: Because the the last mission is kind of what we alluded to, like the suicide mission, and, uh, and it is pretty much like you're commanding your whole party, and the way it turns out is kind of based on all the decisions you made throughout the game and your relationship with your party members, which is really really cool, because like, yeah, like when I play through, you're just kind of like, oh, you know, like yeah, I'll do this because I want my party to like me, like no big deal. But then like it like it affects like the ending, and it's it's really neat. I actually screwed up at the end. Oh, <laughs> and then I had to play it twice. <laughs> so so I actually um. So when I first started
1: Mass Effect, I actually started with number two. Oh. Like, I, I, would, I wasn't sure like how committed I wanted to be, so I just started with number two. Um, but it was so good that I wanted to know the original story. <laughs>
3: so I actually
1: went back to Mass Effect 1, played through that again, recreated my character, <laughs> and then played Mass Effect 2 again.
2: Nice, <laughs> dude, that is <laughs> awesome. awesome. That is commitment. Yeah, it was that good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm... I actually have, like, my second run-through of Mass Effect going on right now. Oh, wow. It's so good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's... The second game was really neat because, like, I don't want to ruin, like, the ending, but... Um, it Yeah, it just, like... Not only does the decisions you make in the second game affect the third game, and it was based on the first game, but uh, it also affects it within the game, and uh, it's really neat.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's a, yeah. The universe is just so like expansive and immersive and detailed and, um, yeah. It's probably one of my like favorite universes of all time. I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to add about how great Mass Effect is? (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: yeah. I guess there's just like. The detail they put into the game is really awesome. Like all the little dialogue that comes up every once in a while, like between the characters. Um, like um, so, um, every time you go into like a gameplay level, you can choose usually like two other, two um, so other your uh, party members. Yep. Yep. And so depending on who you choose, like they'll sometimes have, like, specific dialogue for those two characters with each other and the, like, current situation, which is very, very
0: cool. Mm-hmm, hmm Yeah, they, yeah, there's just so much, like, little details um, with, like, your relationship with your party members, their relationship with each other, mm-hmm. like, yeah, how it all affects things, and then romantic interests.
2: It Ooh. sounds like a movie in the game form.
0: So you can decide,
2: like. where It the movie sounds goes. like a choose-your-own-adventure movie in game
0: form. Yes. Yes. Sort of. Yeah. There's um. It. In a sense, it's more D and D style, just because it's dialogue based and not so much cinematic based. Right. Yeah. But um. Yeah. It's just. It's just really really cool. It's one of those games where like I'm seriously spending most of my time running around talking to everyone, because yeah. <laughs> it's, like, the best part. Mm. Does 3 close it out, or
2: do you, or did it, like, is there a possibility of another one after Mass Effect 3?
0: Um, yes, but it would be, like, the next generation, if that yeah. makes sense.
1: They're actually making a new Mass Effect 3. Right?
0: Are they really? I mean, it's,
1: it's, like, completely, like, the. it's unrelated to the, like, the characters don't overlap, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's the same
1: universe, but different characters.
0: It would have to be... Uh, I'm not sure how the universe would would be affected by, like, the whole thing. But, yeah, more or less, it would have to be, like... Actually, I feel like it would be sort
1: of hard to do. Like, the three endings, they're, they're pretty different in a broad sense, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. In, ter- in terms in of... In
1: terms of affecting the world. The yeah. yeah.
0: hmm In a very subtle way, but... When yeah. You think about it in a broad sense. It has a lot of implications.
3: Yeah.
0: So
2: basically if Mass Effect four came out, you'd have to start over. Your character wouldn't stay the same. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I totally just like <laughs> got lost in Mass Effect world. Yeah. <laughs> um Alright, yeah. Um I think that uh, just about covers it. Oh, did you play Mass Effect 3 multiplayer at all, Kevin? No, I didn't. Okay. I played it a little bit, but I'm by no means as avid as some other people we know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Eric played a lot. Austin <laughs> and Ben played a lot, too. Oh, yeah. Okay, Park uh, Parker and Josh, if you guys uh, have been following the series, um, they've played it a lot, too. And so I, I played it a lot for the first month, and then... I got bored, but uh, it's not bad. It's a lot of PvE kind of co-op and stuff. I tried picking it up, and it was still fun, but I forgot how to play. So It had that really interesting roll mechanic,
2: right? Where you get weapons or something after each battle.
0: Yeah. Or yeah.
2: you get money to buy a chest, and then that chest rolls you a weapon or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, it gets was you fun. addicted to the game. Yeah, and you like level up different classes and stuff, and they play yeah. differently. Yeah, it looked good. It was fun. Um... But yeah, we will definitely have a Mass Effect 3 multiplayer uh, some other time in the future, folks. Um, But I think, for now, that just about covers it. Uh, So for Kevin's top three, we have... Oh my gosh, the first one. I I know I haven't (laughs) played it. Shadow. Oh yeah, Shadow of the Colossus, Cave Story, and then the Mass Effect series. I need to play (laughs) two of those games eventually. (laughs) And then when I play them, I'll let you guys know how they are. Wait,
2: Kevin, for the record, have you played Ico? No. Oh, I hear that's supposed to be really good, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I need to play that. But I
1: don't... Actually, Actually, no, I'm not going to do that.
2: You have to play it before that. the
0: next one comes out.
2: It's never coming out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is Ico, Um, Did we talk about that in uh, the E3 episode? Or...
2: Yeah, well, we we mentioned it because it's related. It's the same makers,
0: Right, yes, it developers. is. It's the same developers, and okay. Shadow of the Colossus is the spiritual successor to ICO, and I believe there The are... next
2: one is The Last Guardian.
0: Right, yes. Yep. Yes, and we did talk about it.
2: The developer is Team Ikko.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yes, I, I should place Shadow of the Colossus and ICO. Before then, but we'll see what. Happens. <laughs> There's so many games
2: to play. You have to get a PS3.
0: Oh darn it. Wait, you you said you had a PS2, right? You have a PS2. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it goes on PS2 and yep. PS3. They're
2: both on PS2. It's a yeah. late PS2 game that Sweet. ported to PS3.
0: Awesome. Yeah, ICO came out in 2001, so yep. it's, a, it's pretty old school now. Um, but yeah. Awesome uh, top three, Kevin. I I know that they're really good games, even though I haven't played them, but they've gotten <laughs> great reviews, and I've been recommending them a ton.
1: Yeah, they're, they're worth playing. What's up, sorry? They're, they're worth
2: playing. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first two are really short, so... Chris, you can do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely get into that. But for now, guys, we are out. Have a good night, guys. Bye! Later!